The following conversation originally aired Wednesday, May 29th, 2019 on The Wednesday Point on KPOV 88.9 FM, High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. Our guest this morning is not waiting on the world to change. She's the program director of the High Desert Food and Farm Alliance Veggie RX program, which has made a considerable impact on people in our community. Hannah Brzezowski is a registered dietitian with a master's in nutrition sciences and human physiology. She's dedicated to sustainable agriculture, food policy, and food access. Hannah has a strong background in the farm-to-school program, as well as sports nutrition, fermentation, food and body image, and community wellness. Welcome to the Wednesday Point, Hannah Brzezowski. Hi, thanks for having me. We're so happy to have you here today. So could you tell us a little bit about the High Desert Farm Food Alliance? I always say that backwards. It's Food and Farm Alliance. Food and Farm Alliance, yes. And it's founded on the notion that local food should be available to everyone and that food connects us all. So how does the Veggie RX program fit into this? Absolutely. So Veggie RX is a program that's a year old, and it was piloted last summer here in Bend. This year we're expanding. Um, basically, it's a fresh food prescription program targeted for um, people who are experiencing food insecurity, which if you don't know, food insecurity is a geographical or financial limited access to fresh food. It's people who cannot afford that or they maybe don't have a grocery store near them. Um, and we hope that by increasing access to fresh food, people will make healthy changes to their diet and then um, see that change in their overall wellness. Maybe that's an effect on diabetes or heart disease or um, any other type of chronic disease that can be affected by diet. So sometimes you hear about, when you hear about food insecurity, you hear about the food deserts, you know, people don't have grocery stores. But I don't think that's the problem that we have in Central Oregon, or is that part of the problem? You know, in Deschutes County, the problem is financial access. Um, in other counties, Crook and Jefferson County, um, geographical access as well as financial access is an issue. Um, in Crook County, it has the highest meal cost in the nation, actually, which is over $6, where in Deschutes County, it's more somewhere in the 3 to 4 range. No kidding. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. That That's a really frightening statistic. I mean, that's almost double the cost. Absolutely. Are there many food insecure people in Central Oregon? There are. There are about 28,000 people who are food insecure in Central Oregon. That's a lot. I mean, I know a lot of the schools, i got grandkids that go to school in Redmond, and a lot of the kids that go to school there get the free lunch program. So I know that it's an issue, but I didn't realize that it was that yeah. big of and a problem. And in Deschutes County, um, there's a, a fair amount of people who do not qualify for federal resources like SNAP or the WIC program, but they're still experiencing food insecurity. So tell us a little bit about how the Veggie RX program came into being. Sure. Um, so... We were inspired by some programs that were happening already in the state of Oregon. Uh, there's a program called Gorge Grown up in the Columbia Gorge. There's also a VeggieRx program down in the Pine. And with such a high need in Deschutes County and Crick County and Jefferson County, we thought this would be a great way to connect um, the mission of our organization um, because in this program, we are supporting our local community members who are food insecure, but we're also supporting local farmers and the local food economy. And so it ties together the mission of our organization quite nicely. It's part of you want to connect people to food and you want to connect the people that make the food or create the food or grow the food to the people that live here. So we have heard, I mean, everybody hears all the time about how important it is to improve your diet. But is there really a connection between an improved diet and improved health? 
Absolutely. Um, And it's more than just an improved diet. We've seen with our farmer's market model that the social connection is really important for people feeling connected to their farmer, connected to um, something bigger than just eating uh, more vegetables a day. And then also the emotional security of knowing that uh, you're not going to go hungry and that you deserve the fresh food that other people get access to also. That's one of the things I love about Central Oregon is all the farmers markets, the local markets that we have. We have a very short growing season, but it's really intense when it gets here, you know, when the food arrives. So are there very many medical conditions that can be uh, improved by change in diet? Yeah. um, So the medical conditions that we focus on with this program, um, cardiovascular disease, which is heart disease, uh, diabetes, prediabetes, gestational diabetes, and obesity. Um, These are diseases that we focus on mostly because of our funding, and they're the diseases that professional medical professionals find the most valuable to focus on in our community. Um, And so we like to echo uh, what they see the need for. So how does the program work? Are the are your customers as they are referred to you or Yeah, um so the program works by medical professionals that we are partners with. Last year we had 50 of them. Now we're expanding. It's not limited. If you are a medical professional, you're absolutely welcome to refer to this program. Um, They can refer by either getting people my phone number, which is on our website, directing people to our website, which is hdffa.org slash veggierx, or they can have people text uh, a number, which is 797979, and they can text veggie to that number, and it will direct them to our enrollment process. Um, mostly we have providers that give them a little RX pad script that has all the information about the program on it. Um, a provider does not have to do the eligibility screening, but they can just say, this is someone who I think is needing more food um, and would benefit from this program. Tell us a little bit about the program from last year. What kind sure. of an impact did last year's program have yeah. on the local community? So we served about 65 people last year. Um, and we saw an average increase of about 1.3 cups of vegetables per day, um, which is great. A lot of people were not feeling confident that they could eat a balanced meal or afford a balanced meal, know how to cook a balanced meal, and then went from uh, that state to being a lot more confident in their own skills. We also uh, saw that almost $12,000 was invested into the Bend Farmers Market through this program, which is great, uh, through a multiplier effect of 1.74 and how farmers spend their money in their community. We estimate that that's about $20,000 of uh, investment in our local community. So the people that are participating, the the patients, I guess you would call them, they get a voucher to yes. purchase fresh veggies? Is that the mm-hmm. way it works? So every week that they come, and the program is eight weeks long, they get $20 to spend on fresh fruits and vegetables. It can't be the processed vegetables, the jams, the jellies, eggs, breads, things like that, just fresh vegetables. Um, and... After that, they get to go home. We send them with recipes. We send them with nutrition education, things like that. And we saw amazing results. People were really excited about the program. Uh, 97% of the tokens, the vouchers that we distributed were used and redeemed. So we see that there is a need. People are using this. Um, And then a a majority of our people said that they were experiencing less food insecurity just eight weeks after the program. And do these patients continue their healthy eating habits? Have you measured that at all? Yeah, so we measured, um, we had 
the participants do a two-month follow-up survey with us, and we did see that their vegetable consumption was still increased after the two months. So when the uh, the tokens and the vouchers were taken away, well, not taken away, but um, redeemed, redeemed uh-huh, <laughs> after the program ended, people were still using the skills they learned and budgeting in vegetables more to their their diet. So that was last year. So what do you have coming up for this year and when does this start? We are so excited. We are expanding our program both geographically and by participants. We're almost tripling the size of the program. Really? Yeah. And so in Bend, the program starts next week, June 5th. That's the farmer's market model. In Redmond, it starts July 9th. And then we're also expanding to a new model in Prineville, uh, partnering with Neighbor Impact and Mosaic Medical and doing a pop-up mobile food pantry, uh, VeggieRx edition in Prineville. Wow, that sounds it's like those pop-up markets yeah. or the food trucks, uh, you know, the food carts that you see all over town. So that's kind of innovative. Now, will there also be um, the classes in Prineville to go along with that, like there is in Bend and Redmond? Yeah, um, so we like to enroll people in our Cooking Matters classes after they finish the program. It's an option to everybody, but it's really great to see people go through the different programs that we offer and what impact that can have on their family. And I was just wondering, who's eligible to participate in the program? How, if someone's interested, how can they find out if they're eligible? So you are eligible if you have a diet modifiable disease. And what we are defining that as is cardiovascular disease, diabetes, gestational diabetes, prediabetes, or obesity. And if you're experiencing food insecurity. So what that means is that um, you often worry about your food source, where it's coming from, if you can afford food, or if that sometimes is the case for you. And if you're interested in this program, text VEGGIE, V-E-G-G-I-E, to 797979, and that can set you up with our enrollment survey. And then if you are a provider that wants to refer someone to this program, go to our website, hgffa.org slash veggierx, and then on the right-hand side, click for medical professionals, and that will bring you to all our materials. There's a lot of material on that website. That is a great website. Thank you. Are there financial um, goals to meet for the participants? Is there a minimum or maximum um, annual income that they have to meet? You know, we don't, um, we do ask their income level, but it's not a requirement to be under a certain income. We ask that more from a statewide perspective so we can compare with other programs and see who we are serving. Collectively, uh, the High Desert Food and Farm Alliance only runs the program in Central Oregon, but we are partners with programs across the state, and we find it really important to compare that data, see who we're serving, what models work best where, and then uh, make our programs better. So you're loosely aligned with these other organizations throughout the state? We are. But you can, you know, make it particular to our residents, to the people in our community and what their needs are. Yeah, we believe that one of the the best things about VeggieRx is the flexibility in the model to adapt to what that community really needs and what would work best in that community. There are a handful of different models with VeggieRx. We are using the farmer's market model in Redmond and Bend. In Prineville, uh, it looks more like a, are you familiar with Blue Apron? 
Yes. Oh, sure. Yeah. So in Prineville, people will shop the fresh food pantry that Neighbor Impact parks there. And then if they're enrolled in VeggieRx, they get a styled meal kit, what we call a fresh harvest kit. And that is a recipe with local produce, spices, and then pantry staples. And so people get a bag of fresh food and everything that needs to go in that recipe to take home. And then there's some cooking skills involved on the back end. That's amazing because, you know, I used to participate in the CSA Community Supported Agriculture, where I would get this box or bag full of fresh veggies every week. And it's like, what do I do with this? I mean, I've never seen this vegetable before. Now have, what? Now what? And it sits yeah. in my refrigerator. So that's a great idea to have the recipes and everything else yeah. that you need. To. We're really excited about it. Whereas in Bend and Redmond, we feel like people really get excited about shopping the market. They have choice. They get to choose what they would actually like to eat. And then they get to learn how to pick the best produce, how to store that, um, how to budget that in. And then in the Prineville model, there's a lot of the culinary skills attached to the nutrition education section, and, which is great. And on the website, there's all kinds of information about recipes and how to shop and um, uh, portions that people should eat because it's you don't use that triangle anymore where the pyramid, fo- yeah. the food pyramid is no longer good. Yeah. And beyond work. just spending less money on food, something that can help stretch meals and uh, lessen the experience of food insecurity is stretching those meals, figuring out how to use less uh, food to make a meal, how to reduce your food waste. We have a lot of recipes that use the stocks and the rinds and the tops of things um, and making sure that those things aren't going to waste both from an environmental perspective, but also a financial perspective. And is some of the food donated because I was reading the statistics on your website and I didn't understand. So they get a voucher for $20 to shop each week, but then there are food donation programs also? Yes. Yeah, so at the Bend Farmers Market, uh, we run two programs simultaneously, the VeggieRx program and the Grow and Give program. The VeggieRx program is the token or voucher program that people get to shop with. And then the Grow and Give program is a program that we've been running uh, for about five years, and that's a donation program. We ask farmers to perhaps donate goods that they're not going to be able to take back to their farm, or maybe they went last as long. And we have the proper storage techniques to make those foods last long. A lot of the valley farmers who are driving across don't want to bring produce home for three hours. Um, And then people can also donate money to spend at the market, and then we buy produce. We bring that to Neighbor Impact. They're our local food bank manager, um, and that goes out to 50 different food banks regionally. Speaking of funding... How is this program funded? Yeah, so in 2019, our program is fully funded by the Central Oregon Health Council. And what is the Central Oregon Health Council? I've never heard of that before. Yeah, so um, it's a large work group almost in town that manages uh, a lot of funding to develop our community. The funding that we received is from the Diabetes Prevention Work Group. We see value in uh, reducing the amount of people that are experiencing diabetes or the severity of diabetes in our community. So how can you tell if, you, if you've been effective? What kinds of studies or how do you look at your participants to find out whether or not it's actually worked? Yeah. So we don't have access to medical records, so we're not looking at any biomedical markers. What we are asking is, uh, are you increasing the amount of vegetables that you're eating? What was the effect? Did you have any other medical effects from this program that you attribute to this program? Did you take less medication? Did you have less ER visits? Did you Were you hospitalized less? Things like that that we can over time track to see, was this the thing that was making an impact? Um, is it a the idea that someone's maybe at risk for social isolation and just getting out to the market every week is really helpful for them? Um, someone on the radar. 
What kind of feedback have you had from the medical community? We have an amazing group of medical professionals that are partnering with this program. Uh, We couldn't do it without them. We have people that will call me directly. They'll check in with me to see how are their patients doing. Um, And it's really exciting for medical professionals to have a program that has value that they can refer patients to. A lot of times they feel like, what can you do? This person doesn't have food. I can give them a prescription. I can give them access to SNAP. Maybe they're already using SNAP. Um, and, and what is SNAP? SNAP SNAP is Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. It used to be called Food Stamps, okay. um, also been called EBT, and that is a low-income nutrition resource where people can get uh, money to spend at the grocery store for certain food items. And that's, a, I mean, you can use that. It's an EBT card. I don't remember what, electronic something, but um, you can use that at the uh, local farmer's markets also, can't you? You can, yes. That's nice. So I was thinking about what you said about um, the donation program. I'm part of the OSU Master Gardener program at the community garden at Holland's Head. And we ask our growers who have plots, they rent plots in the garden, that to grow an extra row of vegetables. And we have a donation program that goes through Neighbor Impact. So, I mean, local people in their own personal gardens, they could do the same thing, too. Absolutely. If you have produce that you'd like to donate, you can bring that to the farmer's market. Or um, if you have a whole row of something or an orchard that you think the fruit is just going to waste, give us a call, email us, info at hdffa.org, and then we have a glean team of volunteers that can come out and pick that produce and we'll get it to Neighbor Impact. That's awesome. I didn't know that. So so tell me, what's a glean team? A glean team. So gleaning is the act of going through the fields and getting all of the produce that perhaps you may not sell, um, or it's a little bit past season, and so... It's a lot of effort for the farmer. Maybe they don't have the tools to do that. So we bring the manpower. Um, if person power? Person power. Woman <laughs> power. Uh-huh. And um, we pick the produce. We Two weeks ago, we picked about 120 bags of salad from Boundless Farms. Really? Is, oh, I know Boundless Farms. Yeah. yeah. Um, so great to see greens go into the market. That makes my dietitian heart very happy. Yes, yes. <laughs> wow. And so, I mean, if I have an apple tree in my backyard, so if I can't use all the apples or I can't get to the top of the tree, you could send a team out to Absolutely. help me with that? Mm-hmm. That's really nice. That is fantastic. My neighbor across the street has a peach tree, and she was just amazed at the number of peaches. And she brought me two bags, two big, huge grocery bags full of peaches last year to can. So. Yeah, with, I mean, 28,000 people in Central Oregon food insecure, let's not let that fruit go on the ground, right? Let's do something with it. Well, as usual, the morning has flown by. This always happens, Marianne. Hannah, thank you so much for all you're doing for our community, and thank you for your time this morning. And if our listeners want to find yes. out more, can you give us that website again? Yep, it's hdffa.org slash veggierx. Okay, and there was a text that they could text? Yep. If you're interested in enrolling in the program, text veggie, V-E-G-G-I-E, at 797979. And that will set you up with our eligibility survey. Great. Thank you so much. We really appreciate having you today. Thanks for listening to this KPOV podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, go to kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcast at kpov.org.